Thanks for joining us today on the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is your host and business coach, Robin Walker, helping female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself to find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening today as we talk about paid social media ads. I know there is a lot of content out there about ads, so we're going to talk about one aspect of them that many of you have asked about. We're diving into the strategy of your ad, not all the difficult techie parts necessarily, but what you may be doing wrong from the get-go when you're planning an ad for your small business. Brianna Cortez, social media ad strategist and 2021 Lakeside Conference speaker, is joining us today to share her ad expertise with us. Brianna is a digital marketer and social media ad strategist who loves helping entrepreneurs like yourself grow their business online. Through her company, Pixel and Delight, she provides completely done-for-you Facebook and Instagram ad services to help women vastly expand their audience, scale their offers with ease. Welcome to the podcast, Brianna. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for coming on to talk about Facebook and Instagram ads with us. It's such a broad topic, but it's something that as entrepreneurs, we've all either dabbled in or tried some ads or hired someone. And it just kind of feels like we never know if we're doing it the right way. (laughs) Right. I know it's kind of like a love it or hate it situation, Um, but you might say I'm a bit biased, but I do think Facebook and Instagram ads can be pretty magical once you get the hang of it. So I try to help as many people as I can kind of unlock what they can do for them. Yeah. The more I learn about it, the more fascinating it is and how targeted you can really get with these ads. For sure. And I think it even kind of freaks some people out. So I totally want to acknowledge, (laughs) like, if you've maybe thought of buying a toaster for two seconds, and you don't think you've said a word to anyone, but somehow Facebook knows, and has found you like three different toaster choices, like you're not the first one, it's totally okay. Um, But what I like to encourage people to realize is that a lot of this can serve you vastly. If you think about how quickly we can have solutions to our problems, like I love these days to let Google or Facebook know that I'm searching for some sort of new decor for my house. And then all of a sudden have all sorts of options. Whereas in the past, you would have had to go to a store. You would have forgotten about it for six months. Um, and so I think there's, there's pros and cons, but I definitely love to use it to my advantage. I totally agree. And I, for me, with my experience, I have, so the Lakeside Conference, we have it every year. This will be our fifth year. And I rarely ever buy dresses or fancy clothing. You know, I work from home, but every year, a couple months before the conference, I search for Navy dresses. Cause that's one of my brand colors. And the last two years I've started getting Navy dresses in my feed right around that same time. <laughs> and it's wow. just, but I love it. And it's funny. I'll, I'll screen share, which I assume makes it show up even more often in the future to the the speaker committee. I'm like, it must be time again. <laughs> I'm getting Facebook the Navy knows. dresses in my feed. <laughs> it, it can be freaky, but I, I like it too. I'd rather see an ad for something that I'm interested in or something that reminds me like, oh yeah, that's right. I was going to go back and order that thing and I forgot. 
I'd rather have that than random ads that, that really have no relevance to me. Yeah. And, and how amazing is it for that business owner that's selling that dress that now has an opportunity to get it in front of someone who's looking for a Navy dress and they're, that business owner has a collection of them that they're trying to get the world to see. And they're not just being shown to anyone. They're being shown to you who would love to have a Navy dress. And so it's really a win-win, at least yeah. in my eyes, for sure. Oh, I agree. And I like the accessibility of the ads for small business owners versus back in the day when you would have had to purchase really expensive like radio or TV ads or billboards or flyers. I really love that you can adjust it for your budget. And it's for us small business owners, it's something realistic, but yet also converts. Right. I think that's so incredibly true. It's it may be a little bit daunting at first if you haven't gotten into the tech of ads before, um, but it really is just a few clicks and you can start reaching people right away, even on a small budget, like you said. What would you say is one of the biggest misconceptions about paid social media ads? I kind of think there's a couple, um, but one of them I would say is thinking that, oh, Facebook and Instagram ads, they obviously work for other people but they don't work for me or they don't work for my business and my customers. Um, and there's so many different ways to run ads. So I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we meet several business owners who feel like they put up an ad and it didn't work for them. Um, but, but the truth is there are millions and millions of people on Facebook every single day. Um, virtually every ideal customer for every business is on there. Um, they may not purchase on Facebook all the time, but they are there and they can be exposed to your brand there. So I think that's one of the main things. Um, and then the other one is thinking that they just cost too much for any particular business to get the results they want, especially if you're a smaller business. Um, but the truth is, like we said, they can be pretty accessible. You can start with as little as $5 a day, $10 a day um, investing in your business to start getting some ads running on social media. And what I kind of always like to say is you always get results. And whether those results come in sales, those results come in new subscribers, or they come in data. Because unlike a billboard, Facebook ads will always give you immediate feedback to tell you like with metrics, what are your ads doing? How are they performing? How are people connecting with your business and your content? And you can always act upon that. I like the data part of it personally. <laughs> I don't yeah. always know what to do with all of it, but I do love that it's, if you know where to look, it's not just throwing your money out there and then saying, well, wonder what happened. For sure. Yeah. The more you kind of learn where to look and what the data means, what it tells you, uh, the better kind of tweaks you can make to make your ads run better and better for you over time. Sure. And that's something that I've heard experts like you mention um, about, it's not like a one and done thing that you run one ad once you get the results and you're like, okay, there, that that's it. Uh, you can tweak it and rerun it. And can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. And I remember when I was first learning about ads or even just first starting in business, it would frustrate me when ads, people would say, oh, you need to test, you need to test. 
And I always kind of felt like, okay, I understand that I need to try things out, but I, I want the results. So um, yeah. of course, everyone has resistance Can't we just to that. Get, get all I'm the like, sales right now, please? <laughs> can we just get it right the first time? Right. Um, but the important thing to know is that Facebook alongside you is actually learning about your audience and your business every time you run an ad. So you're not the only one testing things out. Facebook is actually testing things out with their algorithm as well, trying to find the people who are most right for to become a customer. And so that's one piece of it. And also the best part about testing is that data. And eventually the right pieces of the puzzle start to lock in. And when you find that, it really starts to become a rinse and repeat kind of cycle, meaning that when you finally get to an ad that works, and sometimes this can happen after a couple tries, sometimes it takes a little bit longer, um, but you really can reuse that system. You know the ad brings in a customer, you start to learn how much it costs for that ad to bring in a customer. You start to be able to project what you can create from your ads. And it's just, it becomes a magical machine, as I like to call it. And it speaks to adjusting mindset as you're going into your ads. And when you're planning or strategizing, not thinking, oh, I'm going to put this ad out there for the first time ever. And it's going to do all these amazing things right off the bat, but just going into it with the mindset of I'm going to do some testing and get some data. And this is a process kind of like writing a rough draft. You don't publish your first draft of your book. You have to edit and, and work through the process. Yes, exactly. And I really like to encourage like the scientist mindset. Like I, every time I work with a client who's trying ads for the very first time, um, as, as scary as it might be, I tell them, think of it as an experiment and we're seeing how things work. And then we learn so much and we can learn really, really fast because Facebook is going to let us know um, really quickly what's working and what's not so that we can adjust. And then I think it's also just important to have the mindset that this is an investment. And like I said, you're always getting something back. You're not just pouring Facebook, like money into Facebook blindly, um, especially if you've taken some time to educate yourself a little bit on Facebook ads. Uh, you really can get so much in return uh, the more you kind of dive in. So my next question um, is somewhat of a personal one and I'll share, I'll share my, <laughs> I'll share my story with you all before I ask the question. But I was running ads for the Lakeside Conference, and I had one that I was trying to be so strategic about, and I learned about uploading your email list. So those of you who are alumni to the Lakeside Conference, um, I did, I uploaded an email list to Facebook ads or the ad manager. And my goal was to run an ad to them to just remind them that the conference is coming. So it's, I spent an entire afternoon. I was exhausted. I drank a lot of coffee, ate a lot of chocolate. And at the end, um, once it started running, it said my projected target audience was negative one. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, no. okay, something went wrong. I did something wrong on the tech end. So what do you, what do you see female business owners or entrepreneurs doing wrong with their ads? I know there's like a bazillion things, but as far as the strategy, I feel like my strategy was okay. I was probably on the tech end, but what do you see them doing wrong? 
Yeah, of course. And and just to kind of address what you went through and know that, I mean, tech glitch has happened to me. I am in Facebook ads manager every day and I still like will forget to toggle something off or will forget to click a button here because there are a little, there are a lot of stuff back there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's awesome that Facebook has that targeting option that you can upload lists of people that you want to connect with. That's an incredible feature. Um, but as far as what I see people not really doing right is kind of thinking about that strategy. So the ad is so important. It's important to have, you know, interesting copy, a hook that brings people in, um, enticing graphics. But what people forget about is to get results with ads. You have to be thinking about the journey that you're sending your customer on as a whole. Because if you have a great ad and people are clicking through it, um, but they don't have a path, a clear path to go down after they've you know, gotten to your website or gotten to wherever it is that you're sending them, um, your ads won't produce the results that you'd like them to see. So you want to be thinking about after this person clicks my ad, what am I going to offer them? What action do I want them to take? Is that to download a coupon? Is that to visit my store? Is that to purchase my product? There's so many different avenues that you can take, but you really want to, before you even start spending money on ads, decide what is the journey I'm going to take my customer on so that I can measure my success, so that I can understand how my ads are performing for my business as a whole. I like that. And that's better than just, well, I want to sell this. My right. goal, <laughs> my goal is to sell it. Yes. And we <laughs> all know there's it's a more lot of steps. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of steps in between. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you see a difference in strategy across different platforms? I know at the conference you'll be speaking about Instagram and Facebook specifically, but you know, there's Pinterest and LinkedIn and all the different things. Is is there a different approach for each? There can be. Um, so a lot of them might use the same like customer journey strategies. Like you probably are still trying to get people to the same place. Um, but really when you're looking at different platforms, you want to be thinking about how is my customer using this platform and how can I make sure that my ad lends to that? For example, people on Facebook and Instagram are often um, watching square videos or seeing square graphics. Uh, they like to take in headlines and things really quickly. Um, whereas on Pinterest, people love to look at long forms of images. They love to read long form content, blogs, things like that. LinkedIn also as well, you're looking at more professional content. So it's almost like there's different doors to each of these platforms that you're trying to get your customer to walk through. So you just want to be thinking about, is this, is this platform going to be a pink door? Well, Facebook and Instagram is going to be my blue door. And just thinking about the difference of where your customer is coming from. But on the back end of the strategy, where you take them, what actions you want them to take, that can actually be rinsed and repeated for almost all of the platforms. Okay. That makes sense. And even within Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. I know with my audience, a lot of the women either love one, hate the other, one feels natural, the other one, they're forcing themselves <laughs> to be on it because they think they should be. And so I'm sure even within those two, there's little tweaks you can do as well. 
Right, exactly. Um, and the best part about Facebook and Instagram ads is that for those two platforms, everything is run from one central hub in the back end of Facebook. So your ads manager can run ads to Facebook feed, Instagram feed, and Instagram stories as well. And so you can reach a lot of people from one point. And what I've kind of found and what I encourage my clients is even if you're not a big like day-to-day -day stories person, or even if you're not big on Facebook and you love Instagram, when you create your ads, uh, create a version that you can send to all of those platforms. So like a square ad that you create for Instagram you can send off to Facebook, even if that's not where you hang out, because you may have customers that hang out on Facebook. Um, or you may want to create a rectangle-shaped story kind of ad uh, for Instagram stories and let Facebook run it automatically, even if you don't really like to show up on stories every day, because um, it's really about where do your customers like to hang out? Where do they like to show up? And so that's why you want to go to that. That makes sense. Do you think there's ever a time when you should do different because I, I go back and forth with if everyone's seeing the same ad on any platform and they it's reinforcing like, oh, yeah, that's right. The conference is coming up and they see it, the same ad in multiple places or do people get bored with it and it feels repetitive because they're like, oh, I already saw that on her Facebook. Do you do you see people do both or keep them the same? Right. And so this is where we kind of let the numbers tell us and the data tell us how the customers are receiving. So if you're running ads, there is one metric called ad frequency. And so Facebook will tell you on average, how often are your customers seeing your ad or how often are people in the feed seeing your ad? And sometimes it's like once, twice. We don't really have to worry about that. What it's to get to 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 six, so people start to zone out a little bit. It's still really important for people to see content multiple times. I think we all know as business sure. owners that we have to have multiple touches with customers. Um, but at the same time, we do want to keep that, that content fresh. And so what we'll kind of tell you, do I need to refresh my ad, is actually a metric called click-through rate. And so that's how often are people clicking through. So sometimes I'll have a client where their ad is showing to people five, seven times higher than usual, um, but they're still getting clicks. So it's like, don't touch it if it's not right. broken, right? But if for some reason we saw that they were getting less and less clicks through their ad um, as that frequency went up, then we'd say, okay, it's time to refresh. And so you're really making decisions based on what the ad is telling you. Um, and we just try to keep our emotions and our own thoughts right. as much as possible because then, then things get really crazy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a common trait of a lot of female entrepreneurs is, is the overthinking and, and putting themselves into every scenario. I know I'm guilty of that myself. Right. And that's totally understandable. And, it, and it's really important to have that trait in order to understand the people you serve. Um, but it's not as useful when you're trying to make strategic decisions about, you know, robots on the internet sending out your ads to people. Um, <laughs> you can let them do their job. They're very good at that. Um, and then you can stick in the creative part and the messaging part of your business. Point taken. <laughs> very good. I'll, I'll replay that to myself. So how, my last question is, um, how do you know when you're ready to start doing paid advertising? Is it just anyone with a business or is there a certain point in your, 
in your process that is kind of the sweet spot for that? Yes. So I think there's a couple different camps for this. I think there's a few different um, areas of thought that people have. I do think there's always an argument that the sooner you can start advertising, the better. The sooner you can start reaching people, the better, because you always want more and more people to know about what you offer. That being said, I think the sweet spot is when, number one, you have a proven offer. So you've sold something organically, meaning via social media, via word of mouth, and you know what it is you're selling. And so that way you have something proven. And if it doesn't work on the ads, you know it's not the offer. It's it's likely your marketing because the offer has sold before. So that's number one. And then particularly with Facebook and Instagram ads, you do want some sort of online system that can help you track what's going on. Because if you're just kind of let's say you have a brick and mortar and your ad just kind of tells people about your shop and where it is but you kind of can't track like where are people coming from and how is the ad contributing to your store traffic that's where you want to have an online system that maybe you know captures their emails and sends them a coupon that's specific to that ad so you know every time someone comes into your store and uses that oh this came from my Facebook ad or you know even just having your website um, pixeled and what that means is pixel is the awesome little piece of code that Facebook uses that you can put on your website so that they can track your results. So it's just about having some sort of way to make sure that you're seeing what the ads are doing for you, have that in place, um, and then you'll be ready to go. Sure. And I, I always tell my clients, be careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> are you able to handle it if your goal is, you know, 50 new clients? Are you ready to handle 50 new clients if they walk in the door tomorrow? And how can you ease into that process? I love the idea with the coupon too. And I just picture store owners, whenever you notice something that worked and you do that little smile, you can yes. just picture a store owner when they get the coupon inside being like, oh my God, it worked. <laughs> They're yes, here. It's amazing. It's the best. And it's just like that validation. Um, and it's that, it's that cycle that I was talking about. It's like, yes, it's working. Let's do more of this. And that's one other beautiful thing about everything being digital, raising your budget or even turning it off. Like it's like a tap. It's literally just a couple buttons. You can choose your budget. You can raise it. You can scale it back at the touch of a finger. Like it's so easy and quick um, on how you want to grow those ads. Obviously, there's always going to be nuances and you're going to have to pay attention to how your ads are working. Um, but as far as increasing your budget or modifying it over the course of a year to meet your goals, um, it's incredibly flexible. I love that part. And I love the strategy behind when you have maybe busier seasons in your business or slower business um, or events that, that you can tap into it as needed. And it doesn't have to be, you know, all or nothing year round. Right, exactly. You're, you're not locked in ever. I feel like you can totally do it around events, like you said, and also thinking about the holidays. Um, Facebook can become more competitive. So sometimes people see a little bit higher ad costs during the holidays, um, but people are ready to buy. So it's, it's a great time to test out things as well um, during the holiday season. And I feel like if you do it well, it's not spammy or in your face or aggressive. It's almost like an invitation or just that tap on the shoulder, that gentle reminder, if it's to a warm audience that, hey, don't forget, or 
you know, here's a special for you. It just feels less aggressive than some of the other marketing uh, approaches out there. Right. And I think a lot of that can have to do with your copy, how you communicate your graphics as well. But I like to have the mindset as well that it's all an invitation and it's all in service to the people that you want to reach. You say, I have this amazing offer. I know you're looking for a solution to your problem and I've invested in presenting it in front of you. And so uh, I think it's it's just an amazing win-win for everyone. The more you can get targeted on who your audience is, whether that's location, whether that's interest, or even, you know, you have an email list that you upload, those are all incredible tools to reach the perfect people that you want to reach, not just, you know, spraying out your, your ads to all over the world. They're really going to people who can benefit from them. And I think we've all been on the receiving end of some sponsored Facebook ads <laughs> that are totally off, yes. <laughs> like so wrong. Like I have teenagers and you're sending me a diaper ad. Like I have no desire to see a diaper ad, get that out of my feed. But just the, uh, when it's not done well, it's, it's almost funny sometimes. It is. And, and it's never going to be perfect is the truth sure. is, is what you're going to find is sometimes um, you're going to see that your ads just aren't going to the right people, or maybe you didn't pick the right audience and you need to try something else. Um, but like I said, the best thing is that Facebook is a, it's a learning platform. It's sure. always learning about who's visiting your website, who is downloading your offers or purchasing um, so that it can always find more people like that. So as a user, when you get an ad in your feed that you don't like and you go in and click hide the ad and you say mm -hmm. why you don't like it, that probably improves your ad experience as a user, I'm assuming, because Facebook's learning what you don't like and what you don't want to see. Right, exactly. Okay. And I know there's always been a lot of talk about Facebook caring about its users' privacy and how they advertise to them. But just as someone being an advertiser on the other side, there are tons of things in place to prevent like inappropriate ads or just not um, those like really salesy snake oil salesman type of ads. That's really a thing of the past. And Facebook has so many, I guess they, I would call them, I don't really know the word for it, but they're looking for red flags before you even mm -hmm. publish your ad. As you start to run more, you'll see that you have to speak in a certain way. You can't just say any um, random big claims that don't feel authentic. Uh, so Facebook is actively checking business owners and their ads that they're that they're trying to serve people and not trying to be um, overly salesy or make the, the feed not a fun place. I could totally see that. And I do appreciate it as a user and as a business owner. It does make you think twice about your copy mm -hmm. without just throwing anything out there. Exactly. For sure. So Listeners, Brianna is going to be at the 2021 Lakeside Conference that is February 22nd and 23rd, and she's going to be going into a lot more detail about ads and strategy. And throughout the conference, you guys were going to bring an offer or an event or a promotion you want to work on, and we're going to be optimizing it throughout the conference. So it's not just a hodgepodge of different workshops. We were really intentional about the flow of the event so that you can work through each step. So Brianna is going to be presenting about how to amplify your offer with Facebook or Instagram ads. Um, Brianna, can you tell us a little bit more about what to expect about your session or what, what, how you're going to go deeper into the topic? 
Yes, and I'm so excited. So in my session, we're going to be talking about a lot of things Facebook ads, but I'm really going to be focusing on strategies. So that means we're going to be looking at how Facebook ads can best serve your business um, and where it fits in your overall marketing plan. So you're not just thinking about putting one ad up one day, you're really thinking about its overall impact in your business. Um, and then we're going to be talking about how to actually project your results and set a budget. I get tons of questions yes. about how much <laughs> I should I spend. It's, it's always like the number one question. So we're going to be talking about finding a budget that feels good for you based on your goals, based on your level of business, um, and how to kind of see what set some expectations as for what you can get for your budget. Um, and then finally, I'm going to be talking about three types of ads that you can run in order to grow your audience or amplify your offer, um, even if you've never run ads before or maybe just boosted a post. Um, and I know one of the things that Robin and I talked about is even if you hire someone to run your ads for you, getting educated on how they work and how they can best serve your business just makes that relationship even more powerful and you can better understand what your own ads manager is doing for you and how they can better serve you. I really like how you said um, finding a budget that fits for you and your goals. I've seen a lot of one size fits all Facebook ad funnel mm -hmm. type strategy. You have to spend this amount in this many days. And I think that turns people off, but I'm a big believer in your business is yours and there's definitely best practices, but it has to be something you're comfortable with and that fits your family, your budget and your business. Right. And I think there's always going to be benchmarks and it really helps us to kind of guide people if we can kind of give some containers, but it's so important for your budget to be customized for what you need in your business and, and where you're at. Because I work with clients that will spend, you know, $20,000 in a couple weeks and also with clients that spend, you know, 10 to $30 a day um, and their goals are totally different. Their offers are totally different um, or sometimes they're actually similar. They're just kind of, you know, using ads in different ways. And all of those people can still benefit from the system as a whole. So I think it's, it's an awesome tool for any level of business owner. Sure. I'm looking forward to hearing that part of the budget part specifically. Good. <laughs> um, yeah. So when Brianna is speaking at the conference, so it's going to be online and we're on the Excel events platform, which I'm really excited about. But while Brianna is presenting there's a space where you as attendees can type in your questions. And so then at the end, we have some time set aside where we're going to take some of those questions, um, possibly pull some people onto the stream that can ask their questions so that Brianna can help them. And it's probably a lot of questions that all of you have. Um, but in addition to that, we're because Brianna is going to be live, so it won't be pre-recorded. Um, assuming all tech things go as planned, <laughs> of course. We're also going to have coaching lounges uh, later in the second day where each of the speakers are going to have their own um, kind of like a Zoom room. And you can hop in different rooms, ask your question live, face-to-face, -face, so to speak, with Brianna and get your questions answered. And so that's a neat feature that we're really excited about with this new platform. Yes, I'm super excited about that too. I love I love diving in with people about their specific ad strategy. So I'm excited to answer questions. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I know there's a lot of online events right now. And so we're excited to offer that 
opportunity because I know as, as an attendee of some of them, it's kind of hard because you have your questions, but the session's over and, you know, not quite sure what to do for the next step. So we're thankful that you're willing to do both sessions. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. So other than the conference, where can our listeners find you? Of course. So uh, you can learn more about me on my website, pixelanddelight.com. And you can also find me on Instagram. I'm at pixelanddelight. So if you want to connect with me, find me there. Awesome. And I will include all those links in the show notes for this episode. Thank you for your time, Brianna, and sharing your expertise. You've been very generous with your knowledge. And we look forward to seeing you at the conference at the end of February. Thank you so much. I can't wait. All right. Have a great day, everybody, and go get back to work. 